the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, We're having some technical difficulties, but nevertheless, don't let that bother you a bit. You can still call us and talk to us. Uh, Billy Conium from 25th Street Auto, which is 25th Street and Indian School, sitting next to me. Um, He's one of the best diagnosticians I know. Sometimes he'll call me. Sometimes I'll call him. But between the two of us, uh, we can only hit a home run. I'm thinking we got it covered. Yeah, yeah, we got it covered. All right, I want to say real quick about one of my best car repair shops that's got the West Valley kind of tied down with tires and oil changes and suspension work and alignments, and that's S&S Tire. S&S Tire has been open since 1976. They have three locations, one in Peoria, one in Surprise, and one in Goodyear. They have a very comprehensive line of tires where you can go in and say to them, take a look at my size and give me a set of tires pricing out the door for good, better, best. So give me three different prices for three different quality. Now, maybe you want just the good tires because you're six months away from a lease return and you want to return it with good tires, but you don't want to return it with the million-dollar tires or the more expensive tires, I should say, more correctly. So Rob and Dan took over when their father passed away, and they are very, very good at what they do, and here's why. They grew up in this shop. They grew up in this environment. So... They're really good at what they do. So if you're on the west side, SNS Tire and Auto Service is a place I highly recommend. 602-508-0960. If you have a clerk question, 602-508-0960. And we've got a caller. Tell us who it is, Gil. Okay, it's Lee. Okay, Lee, good morning to you. How can we help you? Good morning. Yes, I have a 2004 Toyota Solero, and I'm told I need to possibly get motor mounts, but not sure at age 72 where would be a good place to take that. I'm near I-17 in Thunderbird. Okay, let, let me back up, though, just a second, okay? There okay. are specific symptoms typically associated with motor mounts. And I want you, before you have motor mounts installed, I want you to see if this any of these symptoms exist, Okay. Yeah, I don't. I want you to see that this can't be something. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't. You're breaking up, Mark. Um, actually, um, we we seem to be in delay or something like that. Because yeah, I'm I'm not hearing what is being said, and I don't have my radio on, so I don't know if I should listen to the radio or the phone. Try it now, Mark. All right. Um, There we go. That's it. Okay, Lee, what I want to do first is is I want to talk about symptoms of motor mounts. 
Um, so let's cross that bridge before we decide to do motor mounts. Is that okay? Okay. First of all, I want you at, the, at your appropriate time, I want you to, after you've driven your car for a while, when you pull it up at home, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to put the car in drive and I want you to feel the car with your hands on the steering wheel and your butt in the seat, okay? I want you to feel the car. Now, from drive, I want you to go to neutral and I want you to have your eyes closed and feel the car and then I want you to go to reverse and feel the car. And here's why. The most predominant mount that goes bad it is, has a vibration in drive, and when you shift it to neutral, the vibration goes away. So if you have this engine vibration, now we're sitting, stop. We're just using the engine at idle, and you put it in drive, and there's a vibration, and then it goes away when you put it in neutral. That is a very good symptom that the load mount is bad. And that's the most predominant motor mount that goes bad. Now, if you don't have that, then I'm confused as to what they saw that you needed motor mounts. Now, the other thing could very well be on hard acceleration. There's a thump, and then when you let go of the gas, there's another thump. And so, but to look at the motor mounts and say that they're old or they're cracked is not something um, I allow my staff to do. Billy? Right. Uh, rubber in the desert is going to get dry, and it's real hot under the hood, they're going to crack. So crack alone is not a reason to replace engine mount or transmission mount, but it is a reason for them to tell you, we're keeping an eye on this for the future because someday we may need to address them. And typically you're going to have symptoms, and if you don't have symptoms, I, I would venture a guess. Did you get an estimate for the mounts? Also, I have no idea what it should cost. I was just—I took it in for an oil change, and I was told you're going to need motor mount. But I think, and I haven't had any. Okay, so um, I, I heard you say that you took it in for motor mounts, and I, I, took I don't—I don't know if you're on Bluetooth or not, but uh, no, I'm, I'm not. Okay, okay, all right. It's—it's—it's going to be my fault, but I don't know where it's at, but. If you just took it in for a motor or for an oil change and you got this estimate, I'm guessing that your estimate, Bill, what's what's going to be an estimate for four motor mounts on generally a car? What's the part and labor? Just round figures. Yeah, maybe eight hundred dollars and north of that, and and up. Oh, yeah. at, at eight hundred and north of that. So I would strongly suggest you get a second opinion. I don't know who the shop is, and I don't care who the shop is. But usually when we sell motor mounts, we take the customer out there and we sit them in the car and we show them what symptom they should have seen and what symptom they presently have. I can tell you that I've had a slew of cars come in for motor mount replacement, and we disagreed with all but one. And one was a valid motor mount replacement issue, and the rest were not. So that's what I think you should do, Lee. Okay. All right, I appreciate that because I just took it in for an oil change, and they said, oh, you're, you need motor mounts. And I, you know, obviously... Uh, they didn't give me a bid because I said I, you know, obviously wanted to wait and get a, another opinion on that because I just took it in for an oil change, and sometimes that's what happens. They find other things that they want, but I don't have any symptoms that you've described. Okay. And, and, and one other thing, it's, it's quite all right for women, and this is called self-defense for car expense. You say to them, why don't you show me what you're talking about? And that's, that's number one. And number two, here's the harder question. 
tell me what symptoms I have today that you're going to eliminate. And okay. If you if you learn, and then the third one, here's the third lady self-defense. This is what we teach in our class. It's number one, what symptom are you going to fix? And number two, why don't you show me what you're looking at? And number three, would you write down the estimates on my ticket? And then my husband or my wife are, is going to want to call you. And would you write down your name and your phone number and then sign that estimate? And I promise you that if this is a bunch of BS, you're never going to get a signed estimate. <laughs> Ah, very good. I appreciate that. Well, I love your show, and take care, and have a wonderful day to all of you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All righty. Have we got anybody else there with the uh, a gun? Uh, we have Frank. He's waiting for you. Frank, good morning. Thank you for holding. How can we help you? Good morning. Um, I have a 97 Jeep Cherokee automatic, and um, it uh, seems to, from a dead stop, when I step on the gas, it'll take off, fine, everything. And then there's other times where it will just bog down and dog down and just, you know, seems like it's starting off in second or third gear. And then with that also, the speedometer flops around. I was wondering if you ever seen anything like that. Uh, well, let, let Billy and I discuss this for a minute. Do you think that speedometer flopping around is going to be an issue at all? When he first said this, I thought, well, we don't really know yet if this is an engine hesitation or if the car's starting out in second gear. And funny that he should say, almost like it's starting out in second gear, which made me suspicious, you know, that, yeah, it might be. And that test drive we talked about earlier is going to be helpful. And then he said, speedometer flopping around. And so I'm trying to think, in my very old gray-haired brain, yes. when did they start going to, to electronics? shifting and and vehicle speed sensors. And that's exactly what I was thinking is, is I don't do remember. Do we have the technology in this car that can better right. it's a ninety seven. Right. So how old are we today? Eighteen plus three is twenty one years. Am I is my math right? I didn't do well in years I can figure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So so it's an issue of we don't know the technology, but I don't think it's going to shift off of the speedometer. I think it's going to shift off of mass airflow or throttle position or engine vacuum. I don't know if it's going to shift off this. But here's the answer, though, I think, Billy, correct me if I'm wrong or if you've got another suggestion, is he manually shifts this thing. He pulls it into low himself at a traffic and light. And then he is confident that it did downshift into low because he felt it as he moved the shifter. Exactly. I think that's a very good diagnostic step. So we're going to have you manually shift the car for the next day. So as you come up to a stop, just before you get to the stop, I want you to drop it into low, and you should feel it drop into low, and then you take off. So for a whole day, I want you to in, and then you click. In, so you're going to manually shift it up, and you're going to manually shift it down. And if it goes away, then it's a transmission problem, and it ain't going to be pretty for the car, for your car that's that uh, 18 plus 3, 21 years old, if that bill won't be pretty. And, uh, and I could, I've been wrong before, but you've got too many years on this transmission not to have it uh, be a major problem. Um, it's got miles on it. It's got about 272 on it. <laughs> it's been good to me. Has it ever had a transmission? No, it hasn't. Well, you, 
you've been a good boy. I can tell you've been a good boy because I don't know if I've ever seen a 97 Jeep Cherokee or any 90s car goes goes to 200 and plus thousand miles on the transmission. Yeah, you're, you're really lucky. You're really lucky. So, But here's the good deal. If you have to replace that transmission, that happens to be two or $3,000. If you divide that by the next 24 months, it's $100 a month or thereabouts. And that's what that Jeep's going to cost you to do the transmission. So you, you, it'll pay you back in 24 months unless you go to $200 a month, and then it pays you back in one year. So they, you, those are decisions you can make with your, with, uh, with your wife if she's involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't sure if it was a vacuum problem or a um, tranny problem or engine problem. But... Okay. Well, a vacuum problem... If there's a vacuum leak that causes problems, it almost always is going to manifest itself in the idle. I agree. And, and if there's a big vacuum problem, it'll also make your brake pedal harder than it used to be because it's going to rob the vacuum that you use for your power brakes. And mm-hmm. the third symptom is, is it's going to blow air conditioning out of the defrost vent. You beat me to it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have said something to you. I, I, I needed you to touch me on the arm. Yeah. Tell me. I want to do this. No, but those are the three gray-haired uh, symptoms that would have been vacuum-related. Yeah, because when I do stomp on it to you know try to pump it, try to get it going, then it uh, does rob vacuum. So. Yeah. And then once I get going again, once I get past second gear, everything's fine. And, and you're, you're right. You're right. You're right about that. Would you do me a favor? Sure. Uh, would you go out the side door, down the stairs, go out the side door, prop the door open, and go get out? Okay? All right, yeah, he's downstairs. He, he He's going to try to help you fix this technical problem. But anyway, on the vacuum side, the most predominant vacuum, like if your catalytic converter's plugged up and we're having a tough time with engine vacuum, the easy way to tell is to throttle it up hard and have your air conditioning on, and that will default you, when you have no vacuum for your air conditioning controls, it'll blow out the defrost vent and it'll take it away from the center vent. If you haven't seen the air conditioning change modes and go from center vent to to, to defrost, then you don't have a vacuum problem at all. Okay. All righty. Very good. All right. Thank you much. You betcha. Thank you very much. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to take your calls. We're still in the middle of a technical issue. We're going to do the very best we can. But nevertheless, uh, you're still welcome to call. We're doing this over a speakerphone in the radio studio in Tempe, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. 
If your roof's leaking, don't panic. Call Trades Unlimited at 480-483-1775. Hi, this is Warren with Trades Unlimited. We've been in business right here in the Valley for 24 years. We've got an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and we've done 7,297 jobs for people just like you. Also, when you call us, we'll tell you exactly what you need from a small repair to a complete roof. We'll also tell you if the leaks you have are not even coming from your roof, which is sometimes the case. We have some customers that bought new roofs only to find out later they still had the same leak. So it's very important to get your situation properly diagnosed. So don't panic. Call us at 480-483-1775 or go to tradesunlimited.com. Again, that's 480-483-1775. ROC number 146542. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes I, my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. I started my adventure in the Air Force Reserve as a payload system operator. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration team. We do a lot in a little bit of time, and we have to do it very efficiently. It's a very exciting career. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. The most exciting thing in the Air Force Reserve is to be able to travel. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. That was definitely a bonus. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. Mechanic raised up from under my hood and he shook his head and said, This ain't good. Time and belts done strong. Back one to the body, 22 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We're going to kind of speak up a little bit. Bill and I, uh, we're doing the best we can. We've just got some technical problems and we, they hit us unexpectedly. And uh, we have, I have, we have thousands of people working on <laughs> this, this issue. And as a matter of fact, my son just showed up right. and he's working on it on our end, but we, we just haven't figured it out yet. So let me let me tell you about a, a car repair shop real quick here that uh, is one of my favorites, and that's Strictly Diesel. They're up on I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. And why that's important about Strictly Diesel is that they are a great diesel shop. If you have to drive, it'll be worth it. If you have a domestic light diesel truck, Chevy, Ford, Dodge, then and you have a problem that nobody else can fix, Strictly Diesel. Now, if you want to buy some performance parts, or if you want to look at some different air filters that are free-flowing air filters, then you can go to their website, Strictly Diesel, and they have all kinds of parts available that they sell that they've already tested and they're happy with. So they work on foreign and domestic, both light diesel trucks, which covers a lot of different ones, but they don't do school buses, they don't do motorhomes, and they don't do big trucks. But 
light, domestic, and import. Strictly diesel, I-17, and Pinnacle Peak Road. Let's go to the phone. Mike, good morning. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. How are you doing this morning? Well, I've done better, but we're uh, doing the Fred Flintstone radio show. <laughs> we're, uh, I had Bill come in today to, to, to fly uh, wingman with me, so I didn't want to send him home. So we're both um, we're ear-to-ear in front of the telephone, uh, and we're doing a, a – what's this called? A speaker. We're on speaker the phone. We're on the speaker phone. But anyway, go right ahead, Mike. I've got a – my wife's got a 2011 Ford Edge, and it's my first uh, – all-wheel drive vehicle, and I don't want to say clunk. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mike, um, uh, drop the mic call right back, please. Okay, yeah. Yeah, please do. Um, and and actually, uh, it, it's not on our end right there, was it, Gil? Uh, the, there was a, a, a just a, a slight glitch, but we should be fine now. Okay, okay. All right. Well, we don't know what. Well, we could guess what's wrong with his edge. What do you think's wrong with his edge? You know, this is what the guys, the three whiskered guys, do on the, at, the, at the auto parts. Store. Oh, they do a lot of guessing because yeah. they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mike is back. Okay. Okay. All right. Mike, you got that 11 edge, and it's an all-wheel drive, and go right ahead. Okay, it's an all-wheel drive, and I don't really want to call it a clunk, but there's something in the front end that's clunk would be too serious. When you make a, it doesn't sound like suspension. It's more in the steering. I'm just wondering if there's anything. Uh, that's a common problem with this vehicle. It's like when you make, like I'm going to pull into the driveway, I, I get a little bit of a, like a, I want to say clunk, but that's too, too extreme. Okay. Um, Bill and I know that there's two kinds of clunk. There's a change in tire up and down, and then there's also a hard brake or hard acceleration. So you need to drive that thing enough to answer that question. So otherwise, you stop abruptly, is the clunk there? Then, as soon as the vehicle rocks backwards, then you give it the gas, and is the clunk there? So is it a throttle hard or brake hard clunk in the front suspension? Because this is what we do. That's what we do. All right. Then the second one is, is when you say you're going into your driveway, it's entirely possible that as that wheel goes up on the sidewalk, the ramp, that we have something to do with the tire moving up and down. Let me clarify something. The stop and start is the tire moving forward and backward in a horizontal position. Lower control arms, what else has it got in an all-wheel drive? Well, it, it's mostly going to be lower control arms if it's that forward-backward thing. Exactly. Unless he happens to be braking and there's an issue with the brake caliper mounting. Okay, and that's another thing. That that would be a, a part of it as well. But on the throttle up, if we have the clunk on the throttle up, then it can't be a brake problem. Yes? Yeah, I'm going to agree. Okay, all right. And that's we're, we're kind of brainstorming it right in front of you on this. So, and then another thing you can do, and this is kind of fun, um, is you have your wife stand outside the car, and you just move forward a foot or two and then brake kind of hard, and then you move backwards a foot or two and brake kind of hard, and have her look at the tire to see if the tire is moving forward and backward in the wheel well. Then she goes to the other side of the car, and actually if she kind of stands there and puts her hand on the car, she should be able to feel Feel the clunk. Feel the clunk and hear which side it's actually on. Now, the diagnostic part of this, of course, if you and your wife are like me and my wife, she already knows more than I do about car repair. So she's not going to want to stand outside 
she's going to want to get inside and show me the problem, and I'm going to be worried about her running over me because she's mad at me because of last week. So the diagnostic on this, if you can learn how to make it happen, the diagnostic is going to be 25 or $30 at most shops. If yep. you could show us and take us for a ride and make it happen. So the question is, is the tire going up and down, which is called a curb hop, you're going up over and you're changing elevation, or is the clunk when the tire moves forward and backwards in a horizontal position? That's the question that needs to be answered. Because both can happen when you get into that transition, that ramp, when you go in your driveway. Yes. Is that it? Mark is gone. Oh, Mike is gone? Okay. Yeah, you must have answered his question. Yeah, hopefully he did. All righty. Anyway, have you got anything else? Anybody else? Uh, we do have another caller who just called in, Will. Will. Good morning, Will. Um, how can we help you today? Good Good morning, Mark. Um, I do want to, two things. Uh, four years ago, I was broke down. I live in the Prescott area. I was broke down um, near Bill's shop there. And uh, I thought to myself, uh, my car wouldn't start. What am I going to do? So I looked up on your website, and he was the closest uh, recommended shop on your website. He got me in there. Uh, it was a starter issue. He fixed it, and uh, he really saved my bacon. So I've always wanted to say thank you to you for having him on your list, and thank you to Bill. So I really appreciate you guys, what you do. And uh, my other thing is, my question to you is, what do you think about buying a, a salvage title vehicle? I hear all your wonderful advertisements for body shops. Can they fix them properly to get, get some more years out of them, or, or would I just be a chump to buy a salvage title? I, I, it's even worse than that. Uh, that. The car was wrecked, and it was determined that the repair exceeds the value of the car, so they're going to total it, and they're going to create a salvage value, a salvage title. Now, that car is going to go to an auction, and some Joe mechanic body shop guru is going to buy it and take it home and fix it in his backyard. Now, he's not going to have the correct, correct equipment to get the, everything lined up. He's going to fix it all up, and he's going to sell it. That sounds like a bad deal, and it is, but here's the worst deal. There's virtually no insurance company that's going to insure that car. You're never going to get insurance on it. You might. There might be a company out there I'm not familiar with because they say when you get in a wreck, the car is supposed to pop the windshield out front. It's not supposed to pop inward towards the vehicle or towards the passengers. So if it's not put together right and that windshield cuts the driver's head off, there's a problem there. So so there's a lot of insurance companies, they're, they're saying we're not going to do the, the salvage vehicles. So I would say it's a bad idea, and I can tell you I've never seen a salvage title vehicle come into my shop and where they ask for an inspection that we couldn't find multiple serious safety issues with that car, suspension that had been bent back instead of replaced, um, welds that looked like they were done by a 10-year-old on the frame or some supporting document. We got shock absorbers with springs of different colors, which means they came from different vehicles. So you've got all those kinds of things, and I think it's a bad idea. But I want to tell you that I'm very proud that you called in because Billy does that to customers all the time. And um, just like all the rest of my shops, Bill is honest, he's dependable, and he knows right from wrong. And if he ever has a question, he can just simply ask his wife. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Attention Phoenix area, would you like the chance to earn dollars every month in consistent mailbox money? Well, listen to this. Actor Dean Kane, known as Superman on ABC's hit TV show, Lois and Clark, and now real estate investor with the National Real Estate Network, are giving away their riches in real estate kit for free to anyone who calls now. They will show you their formula for flipping houses in your spare time for potential profits. If you're interested in embarking on a new adventure and possibly changing your life, then you need to call right now. Call 1-800-360-7115 now to get your free riches in real estate kit. Call 800-360-7115 now and you'll also get free tickets to a live training event with a free meal, a free smartwatch, and a free flash drive loaded with vital information just for attending. Call 800-360-7115. That's 800-360-7115 for your free riches in real estate kit. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. Recently, the government announced that last quarter the U.S. economy grew at 4.2%. That's more than two and a half times the average growth rate during the past 10 years. Predictably, critics of the president and his tax policies claim tax cuts had nothing to do with it. For them, it's just a coincidence that after a decade of stagnation, the economy just happened to perk up right after the tax cuts. Business profits have also spiked since the tax cuts, and take-home pay is up more than 5% in the last year. More coincidences? Or perhaps the tax cuts are actually working as intended, removing the punishing rates of taxation on profits, increasing output, creating more jobs, and higher pay rates for those jobs. It worked under Kennedy, Reagan, and G.W. Bush. Now it's working for Trump and for America. I'm Jerry Boyer. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful. They just told us right away that we're going to house you, we're going to feed you, and every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of. They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research, outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. And that's what makes St. Jude so magical. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live. Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude, and our patients come from all over the world. When we come here, they told me, don't worry, everything's been taken care of. We could never repay St. Jude for what they've given us. Because of you. Gracias a ti. Because Because of of you. you. There is St. Jude. 
All about that demon automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels, the end result of the dream of Henry Ford. Apologize for that. Bill from 25th Street Auto is sitting here next to me, and so you get two uh, gray-haired guys for the price of one. And uh, and usually we're a little closer than the young bucks, eh? Usually we're a little closer with our guests. Yeah. Well, it's because we've been there and done that. Uh, Larry Harker's is another shop, a 38th Avenue and Indian School. That's a really good shop, and he's somebody who also is gray-haired, Bob. And Bob's a good diagnostician. Ellen works the front counter. Bob works the shop. And between the two of them, they run a really nice, clean shop. So no matter whether it's an, you know, an oil change through electrical work, brake service, auto emissions, vehicle maintenance, or tracking down that elusive problem that every time I turn right and hit a bump, the horn honks, that's exactly what the gray-haired guys are good for. Because we've been there, done that. Billy, what year did you start working on cars? Uh, 78. 78. Okay. And, and between that time and now, has it been straight through cars? Yeah, it's always been car-related. I do a little more talking these days, kind of like Mark Phelan does, yeah, yeah. Than, uh, than fixing, but it's, it's always been cars. And, and we learn not only because of our experience, but I think you'll agree we learn by reading the work orders. Now, your work orders probably have the symptoms and then the repair. Right. And we get to see that, and that's something I do all the time, and, and, and I know you do that as well, is... It comes in, and it's got the vibration, and it's there in reverse, but not drive, not neutral, or whatever, and then we see the repair, and then maybe we call up and say, how do we do? And they go, perfect. And so we kind of know, and it's really, I think you'll agree, the gray-haired guys have symptom analysis, and then verification of where the problem lies, then they do the repair, and then they follow up to make sure that the symptom's gone. Verification, right? And in there is the estimate, of course, <laughs> calling yeah. them up with the estimate. So that's really the procedure. Um, we know that the check engine light is going to give us the direction on where to go, but how many times have you had an O2 sensor code, an oxygen sensor code that did not turn out? What percentage of times was it not the, the replacement of the oxygen sensor would not have fixed the car? First number that comes to mind is 60% because those codes mean the computer's not happy with that sensor's reading. It doesn't mean that that sensor is bad. I agree with you. I'm, I'm a little higher than you. I'm in the 70, 75% range. And let me give you an example, folks. We have an oxygen sensor code, and the fuel filter, replacement of the fuel filter fixes the code. Let me explain. The oxygen sensor simply tells the computer what's coming out of the tailpipe. And what's coming out of the tailpipe either has the abundance of fuel or the absence of fuel. So the oxygen sensor typically says, oh, there is no oxygen, so there has to be a whole lot of fuel, or there's an abundance of oxygen in a simplistic form, okay? So I look at the O2 sensor, and the O2 sensor says it's saying with numbers now. It doesn't talk. It uses numbers. It says one, 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 one. Well, I know that's saying, hey, computer, turn the faucet on. I don't see any fuel coming out of the tailpipe, and I want you to open the faucet some more. So I look at the O2 sensor, and I say, hey, O2 sensor, I can see that you can talk and say a one. 
but I'll, I want to find out if you can say a five. So I create a rich condition, Billy, by feeding propane down the intake manifold of this motor. Right. The computer doesn't do that. The gray-haired technician does. Exactly. So I'm going to artificially inseminate the motor with a fuel, if I can use those words, and stuff will happen. <laughs> you can use those words. <laughs> so we're going to artificially inseminate the motor with fuel, and all of a sudden the O2 sensor says, five, 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 shut the faucet off, five, 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 five. Okay, we have just now determined that the O2 sensor is functioning perfectly. We have now determined that in spite of the code, the, the, the oxygen sensor is not the problem. So in this case, we went and we put a fuel pressure gauge on it. We go drive it. This happens all the time, folks. We go drive it, and we find out that the fuel pressure drops instead of rises on hard acceleration. So we go back. We pull the fuel filter out. Now, folks, I want you to picture this in your mind. You're going to put a straw to your, to your lips, and I'm going to be standing in front of you with a candle and you're going to kind of blow real hard to blow the candle out, which is the, the, the candle's like three inches, four inches in front of the straw, okay? That's free flow. Now, I'm going to take a pair of tweezers, and I'm going to, I'm going to squeeze this straw shut, and now I'm going to ask you to blow the flame out with the straw, and the restriction in the straw says no. So the fuel filter is plugged up. It's restricting the flow of fuel. Even though the computer has the faucet wide open, there's still only a dribble of gas. So if we put a new fuel filter in there, then all of a sudden the dribble turns into a, you know, a river, and everything is normal. So we run into that a lot. And then when you fix that restricted fuel filter, the fuel pump no longer looks like your face did when you're trying to blow through that restricted straw. <laughs> yeah. And if you have 100-plus thousand miles on it and that pump tries to blow through that restricted fuel filter, it probably won't last very long. And what will happen is, is they're going to go in and replace the fuel filter or replace the fuel pump that has failed, and part of that process always is to replace the fuel filter, and then you're going to go, oh, well, the fuel pump was the problem. No, the fuel pump is a victim of the plugged-up filter. The result. A result. So anyway, that's kind of what car repair is really all about. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and we'll be back in a minute. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? 
How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join James and Brandon Herbis for the Safe Money Radio Show here on KKNT every Saturday at 2 p.m. and Sundays at 1 p.m. And you can also call James and Brandon now for your free customized safe information money kit and a 115-page safe money book at 844-371-SAFE. That's 844-371-7233. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our community secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Arizona Army National Guard. Aired by the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. How do we get a diagnosis? What are the stages of the disease? When someone in your life has Alzheimer's, not a day goes by that you don't have questions. Do we need full-time care? Are there any new treatments? So many questions. Where do you start? How will I pay for this? Where can I get extra help? Alzheimer's.gov, a reliable resource for information about Alzheimer's and related dementias. What happens next? Where can I find answers? The answers start here. Forty-five minutes after the hour, eleven o'clock, and um, I want to tell you about a really great shop up on the I-17 and Deer Valley corridor, on the northwest corner of I-17 and Deer Valley. Action Auto Repair has been up there for a long time since 1983. Tom owns Action Auto. He's a friend of mine. I know him. He's got gray hair. He's a heck of a fisherman. But the real issue has to do with he does good work, and so does his staff. So I-17 in Deer Valley, Action Auto, full service, been around since 1983. Their technicians are ASD Master Certified. They get the job done right, and they'll treat you right. So if you don't have a car repair anywhere near I-17 in Deer Valley, may I respectfully suggest you go try Action Auto Repair. All right, Billy, you ready for a question? I'm always ready for a question. Okay. What do you do when you can't fix it? When, you, when it doesn't happen, when you get the car and you can't duplicate the problem, what do you do? I, I decide that I've done something wrong and not gotten all the information from the customer, and I call them back and they say, maybe I missed something here. What is it that we have to do to make this happen? Because we've been trying all morning, and it, it's not doing what it's supposed to do. Well, Billy, it's kind, of, inter- it's kind of intermittent, Billy. It's, it's kind of intermittent, and uh, 
do one, two, three, and that should make it happen. And then you're going to say, well, we've done one, two, three many times, and it ain't happened. This happens more frequently than I'd like for it to happen. Right. All right. Well, I got this from another gray-haired guy, and the answer really is this. You simply have no other choice but two. Choice number one is we begin to make educated guesses at your expense. We're going to make educated guesses, and you have to pay for them whether it works or not. Plan B is wait till it gets worse and easier to find. Those are the only two. It really comes down to that. Yeah. It's, it's, you have no choice. Those are the only two things. So you can start throwing parts at it, and we'll do that for you, and we'll do it educated based on the, the group in the shop. This is when you pull all the technicians together and describe the symptom, show them the car, and see what they think it might be. When we get those kind of things, it, I, I would typically tell the customer that since you're paying for these tests, you may want to bring it back when it's more pronounced, more consistent, you get a better diagnostic return on investment. When, they, when that's not palatable for them, I say, if this were my car and I do repairs on my own car at a discount, I would try this. But there are, there are no guarantees. And, and really, it, we, we sympathize with the customer. We're, we're sorry the customer's in this position. But you can't fix what you can't find. And if we can't find the symptom, we can't fix the symptom. We can't diagnose the symptom. So if there's a clunk or it dies or it smells or it makes a noise and we can't make it happen, there's no choice. You can't fix. Just no. Just and so the choice is those two choices. Right. Start throwing parts at it, or wait till it gets worse and easier to find. Most of the time, if it hasn't died and left you stranded, it won't die and leave you stranded. But sooner or later, there's going to be a predominant symptom that you can teach us how to make happen, and that's step one of the diagnostic process. We sometimes will suggest that the, the customer begin to make a log. Start the car up in the morning. You've driven it for for 20 minutes, whatever that is. Whatever the you know, uh, find ways to uh, to better duplicate, and we can cut the test down and cut their diagnostic expense. And it's kind of the give us the one, two, three, four, five, with five being when it starts acting up. But tell us how to get to five. What do we do first? What do we do second? What do we do third, fourth, and fifth? And then sometimes we'll make silly kind of suggestions like. We want you to keep the fuel tank above the three-quarter mark. And you, you wonder why that's important. Well, the fuel pump is lubricated and it's uh, cooled by the gasoline in the tank. So if your husband's one of those guys that runs around on the bottom quarter of the tank, then the fuel pump is typically exposed to the elements and it's not being lubricated and it's not being cooled by the gas which will make you have a dying, intermittent dying and stalling problem. But if we say to you, run it up to three-quarters and don't let it drop below three-quarters, so keep it between full and three-quarters, and the symptom goes away, then us gray-haired guys know what to do next. That we do. So those are the kinds of back and forth we have to have. It's the same way on the radio show. It's kind of a back and forth. There's lots of times we get a long story that ends up with, I tried this, I did this, I did this, I did this. But in reality, none of that makes any difference to us diagnosticians because it only tells us of the four parts you replaced, 
that didn't fix the problem, so it wasn't those four parts. And it really only tells us that that didn't fix the problem. Right. It didn't tell us if you fixed the problem, but you didn't realize it because you installed another defective part. But we just know the car's, you're not, car's not happy. But I remember one where he replaced the uh, the old uh, map sensor. Remember, it had a vacuum line, too. Manifold, absolute pressure. Right. It, they don't have one in cars anymore, but in the 80s and 90s, this was a, a, a predominant computer part that was later enhanced to something far more durable, and, uh, and, and we get the information, but not through that. There's a small vacuum hose that connects to the map, or the map sensor, MAP. That map... That hose was deteriorated, was completely collapsed. It was oil soaked, and so they had bought a map sensor and put it back on a bad hose. So the problem was still there. But if they would have, we were so close. (laughs) (laughs) We were so close. If if they would have seen, I mean, if they would have known that the hose was defective, this would have been. Now I'm going to be facetious here. This back then in the 80s and 90s. This would have been a $10 diagnostic and a $2 fix. Yeah. Because once you find it, you can fix it, and it's just one step more. So you go in and you find a vacuum leak. Well, once you find the vacuum leak, it's how much dollars to get there. But to plug it in, there's no charge. (laughs) It's something where sometimes, and I'm going to say about 10% of the time, we'll fix it for the diagnostic charge because it's a bad connection, a missing ground, a vacuum line that's fallen off or whatever, right? Agreed. Right. right. Okay. All righty. So now let me tell you about a couple of other good shops that are in the in the in the Valley area that are shops that are on my best car repair shop list, and you can find that on our website, MarkSalem.com. MarkSalem.com. Mark is spelled with a K, and Salem is like the cigarette for you older people. It's Salem, Oregon for you younger people. And it's Salem witches when you talk about my sisters. So <laughs> you're in trouble now, Mark. Oh, that's okay. Trouble's my middle name. You know, Gil, that brings up a good point. You know what my personal motto is? Um, mm, tell me. It's if you play by the rules, you miss all the fun. Okay, that's good. I like yeah. that. And and that's kind of the way um, I've been. But anyway. My list of auto, best auto repair shops is on my website and my email address. If you want my attention, you have to do it via email, mark at marksalem.com. Mark at marksalem.com. Easy enough. A good shop in the town is Automotive Dynamics. It's in Sun City. If you're looking for a good repair shop, they are a good repair shop. And they're doing something slightly different than the rest of it. First of all, Auto Dynamics, Automotive Dynamics, is family-owned and operated since 1982. And I am proud of them because they're in their second generation. Chuck started it, but his son Derek now runs it. And frankly, second generations are usually better than the first, and that goes for my family as well. I'm the first. I think the kids are doing a better job than I could do. They're certainly more progressive. Nevertheless, at Auto Dynamics, their, tech, their staff and technicians are not paid a commission or a percentage of your repair bills, so therefore Derek can ensure his customers that they're not going to be sold unnecessary parts or repair because there's no financial gain to the technician or the service writer. That's an interesting concept. Many of us are watching that to see how that works because it really is the answer to the, I went in for an oil change and I got a $1,400 estimate for my motor mount. That's the answer right there. 
So anyway, they're on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. Good place to start if you need a car repair store in the Sun City area, Automotive Dynamics. Ladies, um, we do, every once in a while, we do car classes, and it's called Self-Defense for Car Expense, and it's only for ladies. It's only for ladies. The guys want to tell us about all the cars they've repaired, where the ladies are like sponges, and they're good listeners, and they're good question people. Otherwise, it gets to be a testosterone battle about what's the matter with my car after I tell you I've replaced 100 parts. But anyway, the three, I'll give you the three things right off the bat. It's show me the problem that you found with my car. Take me in the shop and show me, point it out, and show me the good side and the bad side of the problem. So you have two U-joints on your drive shaft. Show me the bad one and show me the other one. So is there two of these parts? Show me the bad one. Show me the good one. That's number one. Number two, you say, show me in my owner's manual where it says I have to do that. Well, Because there's a lot of people now that are starting to say that you need to service your transmissions every 30,000 miles, and it was true uh, 10 years ago or longer, 10, 20, 30 years ago. But today, many of the cars have a stopping point or what we call a maintenance interval on the transmission that's 75 to 100,000 miles. So they'll say, oh, that manual's not written for Arizona, or you need to do it more often. But really and truly, the manual is the manual. It's written by the people that made your car. So you can say, just show me where in my manual it says that I need to flush my injectors, clean my throttle blades, flush my cylinders, flush my exhaust pipe, and flush my wallet to the tune of $199. It has to be listed in my owner's manual as something I need. Can you show me where that's at? That's kind of tough. It's very tough to answer that question when you're in the wrong. Last is, is ask them to write down what it is you need and why you need it. So give me the estimate, give me the symptoms you're going to repair, and then sign your name to it and put your phone number there so my husband or my brother can call you. And I can assure you that if that estimate is a, a bunch of bull excrement, excrement, I always miss that, excrement, then um, you're not going to get a signature or a handwritten list from any repair shop. So we, we expound on that, but show me in your owner's manual. Show me in my car. What symptom are you going to fix with your suggested repair? And, and then write down your estimate so I can digest it later. And that's really what it, it's all about. But it works better for women than it does for men. It's really good advice. And, and it is good advice, but I don't take credit for that. I have got each one of those from guys that have told me about that. I'm not smart enough to come up with it myself, but I like each and every one of those points. And in the true sense of the word, it's self-defense for car expense. So Billy and I want to tell you about Thompson's Auto Repair in Mesa. He's the only shop in Mesa. He's on Stapley, actually on Main Street, just east of Stapley. And they've been around a very long time. Brian and Thelma are really, really good people. And it's important to know that that's the kind of people that own the shops that are on Mark Salem's best car repair shops list. Like Billy at 25th Street and Indian School. He's on our list. So if you want to look at our list, MarkSalem.com is the answer. I'll see you next Saturday right here on KKNT. Hopefully we'll have our technical problems all taken care of. God bless you. Please wear your seatbelt. And I'll see you next Saturday. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.